back on Show Me Today. It's been a little over a year since Amendment 3 was passed, allowing the sale of recreational marijuana. Jack Cardetti, a spokesperson for the Missouri Cannabis Trade Commission, joins Marshall Griffin to review its overall impact. 2023 was really a monumental year when it comes to the cannabis industry in Missouri. We're Missouri's newest billion-dollar industry. There are now 19,000 Missourians that are directly employed in the cannabis industry. Uh, And then we are projecting 2023 sales to be about $1.3 billion. So, you know, from our point of view, Missouri has made that transition from being a medical marijuana state to being an adult use state, uh, just as smooth as about any other state in the country. So it's something we're very, very proud of. Why is it doing so well here? Well, I think because of the robust medical marijuana program that was in place in Missouri. You know, as you indicated earlier, medical marijuana sales have been happening in Missouri for patients since October of 2020. And so, therefore, there was the infrastructure that was sort of built out uh, across the state. There were dispensaries, there were cultivators, there were manufacturers. Um, And so, when Missourians passed legalization by 127,000 votes uh, last November, uh, the, the industry is really ready to start serving more than just medical patients. And I think that's one reason you saw such a smooth transition. If somebody wants to just use it for for medicinal reasons, do they do they still need a prescription to make sure they're getting the right dosage or how how does that work? No, anybody 21 and older uh, can go in and, and access a dispensary, but there are some people that still have a, a medical marijuana card and there are others that are now getting a medical card. And so what the big difference there is, is obviously the tax is going to be lower. If you're a medical marijuana patient, uh, you know, you're, you're buying the same products uh, a lot of times that, that, that someone 21 and older is, except you can actually purchase more of it and you're going to pay a lower tax. So those are the two big differences uh, when it comes to medical patients in Missouri, which we're still serving uh, and adult use uh, customers. You're listening to Show Me Today. This is Marshall Griffin. We're speaking with Jack Cardetti. He's the spokesman for the uh, Missouri cannabis industry, MoCan Trade, the uh, official abbreviation. Now, there have been a number of local governments across Missouri that have uh, passed uh, that have passed raising local sales taxes, which uh, they say is also helping the, helping with their their revenue. There's been some. Um, some que- there's been some questions about whether or not it's been done correctly in some some municipalities. How is the, how is that aspect providing more revenue going? Yeah, one of the things that happened under marijuana legalization in Missouri is that for the first time, local governments, local communities could get part of that cannabis sales tax. And so what we saw in both the April municipal elections last year and August is local governments and local communities all across the state really embracing having these marijuana uh, businesses and facilities and jobs in their backyard, in their uh, communities. And of course, the revenue and, and now sales tax for the first time that goes along with that. So I think that's something that we're really, really excited about. Uh, very few cities have tried to opt out of uh, recreational sales, which is really good. And unlike a lot of other states, you know, they understand the, these facilities have been operating for several years, uh, serving medical patients. They've been good stewards. They've been good neighbors. And now they're embracing having those uh, adult use sales. Having said that, there have been a few counties across the state that have really tried to go above and beyond and overtax what uh, the Missouri Constitution allows. And so what the Missouri Constitution says is that uh, any 
city that wants to ha- allow adult use sales and have a dispensary in their community, they can, if the voters approve, they can charge up to a 3% sales tax on top of what the state gets and on top of the regular sales tax. And then it breaks it down and says if that sale happens within city limits, it ought to be the municipality that gets that 3% tax. If it happens in an unincorporated area, it ought to be the county that gets that 3% tax. Unfortunately, several counties have tried to double tax that, basically charge somebody the city tax and the county tax and have stacked those taxes on top of each other. That's one of the reasons the industry backed a lawsuit in St. Louis County last October uh, that we hope will put an end to that, that double taxation. Since technically speaking, the sale of marijuana is still against federal law, but it is legal here in Missouri and probably, I think, about half of the U.S. states. How does that work when it comes to to banking? Is there has there been any issues as far as uh, as far as dispensaries being able to do business with an with an FDIC institution? Yeah, there are always challenges. I mean, as you correctly point out, uh, 24 states now have full uh, legalization. Almost 40 states have some sort, uh, some form of medical marijuana uh, sales, and yet it's still illegal on the federal level. And so that obviously provides some, some challenges. But our dispensaries, our uh, Missouri facilities, are working through that. Almost all of them do have access to some banking. Um, but one of the things we did last year is we helped pass a bill along with the Missouri Bankers Association, along with the credit unions, that makes it easier for banks to, to, to really service uh, those clients. Unfortunately, um, we'd also like to see those type of reforms happen at the federal level. There is a uh, legislation in Congress right now called the Safe Banking Act that would really allow for this. Uh, the other thing it would do really, really importantly is allow marijuana business to be taxed like any other business. Right now at the federal level, you basically are paying taxes on your gross receipts and gross revenues where every other small business uh, around the country is paying taxes on their net revenues uh, because they're not able to deduct the cost of the wholesale products because it's federally illegal. So that certainly presents some challenges. We've done everything we can at the state level. We've gotten rid. uh, We've allowed companies to deduct that from their state taxes. Uh, We're also making it easier for them to uh, come into compliance with banks. But unfortunately, this is one of those issues that to fully solve it, we're going to need Congress to act. Now, micro businesses are about to be licensed at some point in time, some point in time this year. Tell us exactly what is a micro business in regards to somebody wanting to operate a cannabis shop as a micro business? Yeah, absolutely. So under Amendment 3, um, what it allowed is it allowed three different waves of new operators to be able to come into the industry and, and start one of these businesses. You know, one of the things we heard time and time again is, you know, you shouldn't have to, you know, ha- have millions of dollars or tens of millions of dollars to open up one of these. And so under Amendment 3, it does allow for uh, Missourians uh, to get involved in a micro business. That first wave uh, of licenses uh, and applications went out late last year, and the Missouri uh, Department of Health issued those micro businesses licenses uh, at the tour of the end of last year. We're excited to see those uh, dispensaries and cultivators uh, pop up and add to the market here in Missouri. Another thing I found interesting along the way of recreational marijuana sales went on was learning that. Um, 
the all the marijuana that is sold in Missouri has to be produced in Missouri. That I'm guessing that was part of Amendment Three as well. Yeah, and it's really part of federal law because again, if you're able to, you you would run afoul of federal law if you were growing it in, in, in some state and then crossing state lines into Missouri. And so, one of the things that every uh, adult use state, including Missouri, has to do is all of it has to be self-contained within the state borders. So we're talking about uh, you know cannabis being grown uh, here in the state of Missouri, cannabis being turned into an edible or a vape or a tincture here in Missouri, and then in one of of about 205 dispensaries uh, in Missouri are the ones that are selling that at retail. So all of it has to take place within our state's borders, and that's really driving a lot of economic success here as well. Again, we talked about the $1.3 billion in sales in 2023, but this has also generated more than $100 million in taxes fees so, so far, with the Missouri veterans uh, being the biggest recipient of that with $40 million. And so uh, everything has to take place within the state's border, but it also means that the state uh, and our citizens get to really get the benefit of legalization as well. One side issue is there is a, a pre-filed bill in the Missouri House that would add hemp and Delta HTHC to the state's definition of marijuana. Now, do you think that's is that a good idea or, or not? Yeah, I think you're seeing lots of states head in that direction. And, and the issue here is that we know that you have to be 21 years and older to get into dispensary. These dispensaries and these marijuana facilities in Missouri are some of the most heavy, heavily regulated businesses in the entire state. And yet, just down the street in uh, head shops or at a convenience store or, or other, we know that children are going in and they're buying um, they're buying hemp gummies, which actually have psychoactive uh, properties. And that's becoming a, a really big story across the country. Wall Street Journal just had a story a couple weeks ago about how many children are having to go to the hospital uh, because of these hemp, hemp gummies and, and, uh, and issues. And so I think making sure that, that anything that, 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 that someone can take in that's psychoactive, that will get them high, needs to be regulated here in, in Missouri. I think that's fairly Missouri common sense, and I think you'll see that bill get some movement this year. And that was Jack Cardetti, the spokesman for Mocan Trade. If you're tuning in late or want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.